Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, I wanted to look away, but at the same time, I couldn't look away. I had to keep watching it as well. From her body, she produces a produce a penis comes out. I remember the first episode I watched, we had like dicks flying around. The girl, because one of the schoolgirls was, I don't know what age they were, but she was thinking of dicks. So you just saw dicks. And everyone she spoke to turned into a dick. It was just mad. Yes, of course. Absent without leave. leave. That's what I know it as. as that's well. how I, that's what I know it as. <laughs> A1. That's how I first found out what AWOL, A-wall. meant. AWOL. You know what? Me you know what too. AWOL meant. AWOL. Do you know what? It's a patient film. It's two and a half hours long, but it gets there. And like you said, the bank robbery, there's this. There's, oh, there's Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of The Flicksters. Today, folks, we are bringing you more movie news, box set watch list with the anniversary corner. We've obviously got new on streaming. We're going to be bringing you a really great movie review and also we've got some hidden gems for you so keep it locked to the flicksters and we hope you enjoy the show all right okay davado so let's start off with me uh, i always keep saying mail and shout outs but you know what we don't have any ma- i'm gonna just delete that on yeah. that on that bit of shout outs so, so we, who are shouting out media shout outs yeah. <laughs> media. yeah we've got a couple uh today we've got one for uh charlie jar uk and uh, she shouted us out on Instagram because she watched the 40-year-old version. And, uh, yeah, so I think we mentioned it on our uh, on our posts. And she said, oh, yeah, let, let me go and watch this. So she gave it a watch. Uh, I think she said that she, I think that she thought it was okay. Uh, right. wasn't, like, totally blown away by it. Certain parts I think she didn't really uh, like. I don't think she really liked it being in black and white. Uh, she gave a little in-depth review, actually. Oh, <laughs> but, wow. Uh, she, she, she appreciated the sort of music aspect of it and certain elements of it. I think it's like an autobi- autobiographical kind of yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, sort of movie. So, yeah, she, 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 you know, she appreciated some parts of it, but she said, like, you know, it, just, it seemed like it was just, I don't know, doing trying to do too much when you didn't need to do too much. So, yeah. So, yeah, so... Good feedback from Charlie Jai. That is that's brilliant. Oh my God, man. You, Charlie, you should be like, you should be on the show. You should be reviewing <laughs> movies. Own show. Trust me, you've got a own radio show on iLine <laughs> yeah. UK. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah brilliant. Provide. But yeah, next shout out goes to uh, Zakharov. Uh, and uh, Zakharov is our, you know, our usual listener and uh, inputter for the show. Mm-hmm. And he uh, gave us a shout out on Instagram again. And that was because of Oh, what was it? A few uh, horror movies, uh, but also he's also uh, you know he loves his music and loves his scores. And he, yeah. <laughs> he was laughing at when we when we spoke of uh, <laughs> Ramin, Ramin, <laughs> Ramin, Jamin. <laughs> but it's Ramin Jamini, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, we need to get that right. We need to get that. Yeah, right. we need to get it right because he's a really the top top composer. I, uh, I think he's. I think he may have been to the live show of, of Game of Thrones. Wicked. You know? I think he may have been to that and he was saying how good it was and he was saying that we need to get ourselves you know there if possible uh so yeah thank you for that shout out zach Rolf. thank and you queen zach poet, as usual thank you and queen poet also uh she actually also uh shouted us out for 40 year old version as well actually yeah. 
she was all up in it. She, she, she I think she actually, <laughs> I think she, I think she liked it more than Charlie Jai UK. So yeah, yeah. So those are the shout outs this week. So keep the Instagrams and Facebooks and tweets coming in, guys. Keep them coming in, folks. All right, okay. Let's get into movie news. And yeah, we've got a couple of interesting bits and pieces of news that we want to kind of share with you. So first up, Ryan Reynolds. Um, obviously, you know Ryan Reynolds. This guy's been making movies. What? you know, what, for the last 20 years or so, Devado. Um, I remember he kind of started off as kind of like this goofy, um, like he, he was he was skinny, wasn't he, when he first started off, Devel? Yeah, he was like in a sitcom, Two Guys and a Girl in a Pizza Place or something. Is it? Okay, yeah. I, I, I remember him from like Van Wilder. Like, do you remember that movie Van Wilder? No, what's that? <laughs> this this guy, he's, <laughs> he's he plays this character called Van Wilder, and he goes on this like crazy like adventure. And all I remember him from there was kind of like blonde. I think he had blonde hair, but this like you know white teeth, you know teen from America going on this wild kind of like vacation or something like that. And um, yeah, he kind of started off playing those goofy characters, and um, now. Devaldo, he's in this, you know, obviously Deadpool is what made him, right? Yeah, Deadpool's like, that's that's been massive for him. Uh, and I think even, well, he's been obviously a star before that, but yeah, you're right. Since Deadpool, it's like he's just gone to a next level, like leading all these films. So yeah, big news actually. So hmm, Ryan Reynolds, uh, I think we actually spoke about this a while ago, actually, uh, about how different movies uh, are, I mean, sorry, different, uh, you know, either, either video games, but also toy old school toy companies yeah. uh, you know, making movies. Obviously we had Transformers, we had G.I. Joe, and now it looks like we've got another. Do you remember Mask? Mask. Crusaders. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't tell me he's doing that. Yes, Mask. He's going to play Matt Tracker. Tracker's going to lead the mission. <laughs> and Spectrum's got their X-ray vision. Do, 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 do. Mask. I remember I remember it vaguely, but you listen, you just take it to the next level. You no, know the I songs. I always know the songs, or I, I kind of know how the songs go with these old school cartoons. But yeah, Mask was like a, they're like a, they're like, oh, I don't know. But yeah, it's like Fast and Furious almost, but it's not so sort of, you know, uh, sort of silly. <laughs> Mask right, is like okay. a group of organized, uh, like a bit like, you know, secret service men, but they've got all these cars and gadgets and they go around saving the world. So Ryan Reynolds is, is rumored to play Mask. Uh, I'm not sure which company Mask, I think Mask might be one of those Hasbro sort of companies, I believe. Uh, but it was like an 80s uh, cartoon uh, quite big so yeah so yeah i mean this is yeah it looks like you know the old school's coming back you know all these old school you know barbie's being made by by uh hasbro isn't it hasbro no no Bar- barbie's disney mattel? sorry is it mattel, oh, mattel, mattel. Yeah, hasbro mattel one of them but i know barbie's being made at the moment by uh harley quinn what's her name oh uh margo margo robbie that's right yeah she's yeah, making good, eh? harley quinn she's producing and she's starring in it so wow yeah toys 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 Listen, Matt, Matt is just an industry in itself, man. The toy industry, shit. That's like billions worldwide. All right, okay, so Ryan Reynolds is doing that. Now, he's also connected to the next piece of news as well, but this is also involving Mark Ruffalo. So tell us about what the, what's going on with the Incredible Hulk. Oh, man. Do you know what? This one's a bit funny. And this <laughs> one is a bit funny. So there's... Uh, so Ryan Reynolds is going to be playing... Mark, okay, Mark Ruffalo. Okay, Incredible Hulk. Mark Ruffalo... Let's get this here. Mark Ruffalo has been cast to play Ryan Reynolds's dad oh my in gosh. Netflix's The Dad Project. What? 
What? When I first heard this, I was like, huh? What is this? It sounds weird because they don't seem too, you know, far apart in age. Yeah, but I mean, Ruffalo, he's like, what is he? Is he hitting, he must be like mid, nah, he can't be mid 50s, is he? Mid 50s? That sounds way too old. No, I don't know. I think he'd be spot. I think he could be right there. I think he could be like 53, 54 or something like that, you know? Yeah, it's mad. But the, the dad project, not so much is known about it, but I mean, I would think in, in real life, I would, I would say they're probably about 10 years apart. Yeah, I would think. not much in it, right? Not much in it at all. So yeah, it's just, it's just, I just thought that and thought, huh? But then, you know, who knows what more could sort of stem from it. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see when it comes out. We'll get more news. I mean, it's just literally about to sort, sort of start production and stuff and it'll be on Netflix, I'm sure, at some point next year. Exactly. But, and yeah, by know. the way, it's, it's nine years difference between the two. Nine years. Nine years. All right. Okay. Now, listen, we love a great Predator movie on the show. We've spoken about Predator, like either in Anniversary Corner or in kind of like, you know, in passing, like Alien versus Predator, kind of like that whole universe. We've spoken about it loads on the show. And uh, just recently there was... Um, uh, hang on, what was it? Was it The Predators that was a couple of years ago? It was... No. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. It was Predator, Predator 2. Uh, the Predator was 2010, wasn't pre- it? Okay, right. I can't remember what it's called. Is it Predators? Oh, something pre- Predator, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's the one it's, that had the guy from Narcos in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had it had um, great actor Sterling K. Brown in it as well. It had... Mm-hmm. Um, Psy- Psylocke was in it as well. I've forgotten her name. Um, oh, Olivia Munn or something. Olivia or something Munn was in it as well. And, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, this this action, you know, yeah. directed by Shane Black, who directed Iron Man yeah. 3. Yeah. So kind of, you know, they, he he wrote the original uh, Predator movie, which is a great movie from 1987. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But check, so what's going on, Devada? Is Are we seeing a new Predator movie? We are seeing another Predator movie. Uh, so, wow. yeah, this is going to be the fifth one. I'm not sure what it's going to be called yet, but it's it's being directed by the same director that gave us 10 Cloverfield Lane. And for me, that was a really, that's probably the best yeah. uh, Cloverfield franchise movie for me. The first one was good, really good, don't get me wrong, but 10 Cloverfield Lane is a different film and it's really, really good. So that director is Dan uh, Trakenschenberg. I had to totally pronounce that wrong, but it's something. It's, <laughs> it's Dan Trakantenberg. Trakantenberg. Uh, yeah, Trakantenberg. So, yeah, so, yeah, you know what? Predator is one of those movies that, you know, it's just everyone knows Predator. Predator is just, you know, <laughs> and he turns invisible <laughs> anytime, exactly. He's got the gun on his shoulder. I mean, Predator is just so universally recognized that. You know, if they made another film like they did, you know, was it three years ago? Yeah, we'll go and watch it. Three years ago, it ended on a really good high. Like, yeah, they started to like re-engineer the Predator suits for like the US, the US military. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, and the thing is, with this one, there's there's rumors. The talk is that the Predator may go back into the past. Is it? There's rumors. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, <sighs> take this with a pinch of salt. But they are talking about that the predator encounters a Native American tribe, Mm-mm. and they back to the jungle, isn't it? Put his man, oh, shit. 
That's He's what they be better in the jungle. Oh, that's a that's a that's a good battle, you know. It's gonna be some revenant shit going on, man. There's gonna be yeah, something, something. Yeah, it's gonna be like great. I mean, but yeah, this is all great. So if you're if you're a predator fan, this is gonna mm -hmm. be good. I mean, I'm a predator fan, Deval is as well. So yeah, um yeah, yeah we'll we'll kind of like watch this one. So if any more news on that, we will definitely let you know. Now, okay, here's quickly I want to jump onto this next piece of news. Now, last week I said on the show that there's a rumor going on that Chris Pratt is going to be joining Thor Love and Thunder. And lo and behold, Chris Pratt, he confirms it. Well, listen, listen to what, what's going on, right? So Chris Hemsworth is also working on a Hulk Hogan movie. And we kind of spoke about that as well. And he posted, I'm not sure if you've seen this, Devado. He put a picture up on Instagram and Devado, Chris Hemsworth, this guy is jacked. This guy, right, is off the charts. He's <laughs> picking it? up, he's picking up this like old school, those like monster truck tires. They are, he's, he's pushing it, he's lifting it and his biceps are popping out, right? So he kind of like, he put something up on, um, on Instagram and then check this out. Chris Pratt wrote this on one of the comments. He wrote, hey bud, just heard from my trainer and he needs you to stop working out because since we're going to be in the same movie, and everything. Mm. He doesn't want me to stand next to you if you look like that. He's basically confirming, hey, since we're going to be in a movie together, I mean, what movie is that going to be? Exactly. So, you know, that's, that's a nice way to sort of uh, break it. But yeah. I'm not totally surprised because, yeah, I mean, you know, with the uh, with the ending of uh, Endgame, it seems like they're going to have some, uh, some, you know, some synergy, some kind of like partnership and yeah. they're going to be bouncing in between each other's films and stuff. You know, the Battle of the Chrises, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And remember at the end of it in Thor when he goes, uh, God, as guardians of the galaxy, I love that. That exactly. was brilliant. Yeah. That was so cool. Like it's going to be a crisscross. Exactly. All right. And you've got, <laughs> and you've got, you've got some um, jump. Uh, you've got some guardians um, news for us as well, right? Yeah, so uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. You as didn't we get know, that jump. Uh, you didn't even get that jump reference. What did you just say? Did I miss it? Oh, no. <laughs> jump. Jump. <laughs> Chris Cross to make a jump. Jump, jump. Come on, man. The Daddy Mac will make you. Come on, Daddy oh, Mac. You know what? I have to apologize. I, I, you know what? I was up watching the Tyson fight. You, know? you were up watching the Tyson one. I was up one, watching yeah. the Tyson fight and I'm knackered. It, the fight was so quick. So Is quick, it? yeah, so quick. But it was it was good. Tyson yeah, still looks a bit, you know, dangerous. But yeah, anyway, this guy, I wouldn't want to get in the ring with that guy, man. He, no, guy, no, that no, guy's no. a beast. You pay me, you pay me, exactly. especially in his prime. In his prime, you could not pay me. <laughs> no way, honestly. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Uh, as we know, James Gunn has been delayed because of all the sort of you know drama and stuff, and obviously he's doing the Suicide Squad. Uh, but they've started or they're starting uh, with, with production and uh, the working title is Hot Christmas. Oh. Hot Christmas. Not sure what that actually means. Mm. Hot Christmas. I mean, Christmas is hot in certain countries. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hmm, does that, is that like a, like a, I don't know, a link, some sort of hint? To somewhere, like to a song or something? Mm. Oh, I don't know. Hot Christmas. And, well, and do we know anything? Like, so James Gunn is he? He's done with the Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for that, the yeah, I mean, the most of the, the photography, maybe some pickups uh, may need to be done. But from okay, what I understand, it's mostly completed. Is that? 
I said, look at you using like, you know, film <laughs> film <laughs> terminology on, pickups. The principle <laughs> pickups. I don't mean trucks, man, in Alabama. I don't mean the pickups where you go and get the stuff. You go, you go and jump in the pickup. We're going to hightail it out of here. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and also, do you know what? Go find out some more news. Working titles galore. So yeah, Doctor Strange 2, otherwise known as Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness or something like that, isn't it? I can't yeah. remember the name. It's so long. I reckon they might change that name, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the working title for that is Stella Vortex. Stella Vortex. A vortex. Some people, some people are saying it's a hint to another Dimension. Marvel character that we spoke of a while ago. By the name of America Chavez. Oh, yeah, we mentioned that last week. What did we say? America Chavez. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, America Chavez. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is hilarious. So, uh, Stella Vortex, some people are saying it's linked to her because her powers are kind of, you know, kind of like that. So, Stella. It's like stars, isn't it? Star, Stella. Yeah. And uh, Stella on, with, with uh, America Chavez on her sort of, you know, her, her suit, her clothing, there's a big star on it. People are saying, oh, a star, that links. But also Vortex is like, you know, portals and stuff. Yeah. And America Chavez, some of her powers in the comics and stuff is opening portals. Mm-hmm. So people are saying her, that, that, that working title for Doctor Strange 2 is, a, is a, a hint that America Chavez is going to be involved. So if, if that is the case, you know what? Interesting. And, you know, multiverse of madness. I mean, you may need to open up some portals to go to these multiverses, mightn't you? So yeah. who knows if America Chavez will be helping with the madness in uh, Doctor you know Strange 2. That movie is going to be great. Listen, there's rumors about Spider-Man being in it, Wonder, WandaVision being in there. We've got, uh, obviously, you know, kind of taking on this kind of like horror vibe to it as well. So, yeah, man, I can't wait. Sam Raimi, obviously, he brings his horror pedigree, obviously, to the movie as well. So that's going to be all interesting. Cannot wait for yeah. that one. It's going to be really, really good. No, it's actually listed, you know, on, on her power list that she can open portals interdimensional. Do you know well, what? She's go. going to be in it. I don't care yeah. what anyone says. She, America it. Chavez is going to be in it, for sure. There you go. And, yeah, yeah and with, with Spider-Man being in there as well, it's just kind mm. of, you know, maybe... We do. Hang on, no, hang on a second. Do, you know the whole kind of multiverse with the Spider-Man thing. Were we going yeah. to be seeing that in the next Spider-Man movie, or was that going to be in this one? Oh, who you know, knows? We spoke Maybe. about that. Remember, yeah. we spoke about it on the show once. We did. I think. I think Madam Web is a big character in the Spider-Man world. He usually opens portals and stuff mm. like that. So maybe she might have some sort of involvement. In, we never know. All right. Well, let's keep our eyes peeled on that one now, folks. You may not know this. So listen, we are going to let you know this. Do you remember this show on Netflix called Daredevil? I'm pretty sure you remember the show, right? Because it was absolutely wicked. That first season of Daredevil was just like, nah, man, I had to, I watched it. I had to watch it again. I watched it a couple of times and listen, the show is brilliant. And then that led on to the whole kind of Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders. So Netflix, they had all of that in conjunction with Marvel, but 
two years ago, they basically cancelled Daredevil. They cancelled all of them. So we, you know, we spoke about it on the show. We were like, oh gosh, man, what's going on? Like, what's going to happen with these characters? But today, the 29th of November, the rights to Daredevil go back to Marvel. And you know what? Fans have been online. They've started basically, well, they've, they've launched a campaign a while ago, right? So check this out. There's a guy called TJ Garvey, who's, who's been kind of like online. He's been uh, racking up signatures and apparently they've got 370,000 signatures and counting. So this guy called uh, TJ Garvey, he's tagged Marvel Studios, Marvel Entertainment, Hulu, Hulu and Marvel Studios' uh, Kevin Feige saying that we haven't given up we want to see daredevil on our basic screens again and what's interesting is they tagged in hulu so devout what could this mean they they bring back daredevil obviously it might not be able to go back onto disney plus because of obviously the tone and you know the grittiness of it but hulu that could be that could work for daredevil right yeah yeah 100 percent. just the way right now hellstrom is on there i think it could be a good place uh for like you say, you know, uh, you know, Disney content that is a bit, uh, a bit more adult. Yeah. So, so there's this whole kind of like momentum going online and Wilson Fisk himself, right. Do not, um, Vincent D'Onofrio, he, he kind of retweeted this whole thing that's going on. And then he wrote down, sign this people for save daredevil. So even Vincent the actor who played Wilson Fisk is like, yeah, man, he's he's getting in on it, man. Hopefully, hopefully we can see Daredevil again because I, I think there's more stories to be told uh, with uh, Charlie Cox in that role, right? Yeah, definitely. I'm up for that one. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Okay. Go Done. check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, let's go back to another Chris Devaldo. I want to kind of speak about this. We kind of mentioned it just a little bit. Chris Hemsworth, obviously he's doing you know, Thor, he's doing loads of other things. He's, I think he's kind of like working on Extraction 2 as well, but he's also working on this Hulk Hogan biopic and oh. Hulk Hogan himself has endorsed Chris Hemsworth. So, I mean, what more could you want? What, what more but could has, you want? Have the Hulkamaniacs also endorsed it? Because, you know, <laughs> when the Hulkamaniacs, when the, <laughs> when the Hulkamaniacs come through, they're going to go wild on you. <laughs> I love that bit. You know the heavy breathing that he does, and then his yeah, cheeks. Exactly. Oh, oh my gosh! He puts his hands to his ear, isn't it? To say, can <laughs> oh, I hear you? you know? Can I hear you? And then he rips his shirt off. It's already half ripped, oh so it's my easy. God, but <laughs> the Hulkamaniacs. Oh, exactly. Hulk so Hogan. Hulk Hogan. So if you go online, if you go on Twitter or on, on uh, Instagram, you'll see Hulk Hogan. He's he's behind Chris Hemsworth. And like I said before, you know, Chris Hemsworth's been training. He's, you know, he's getting pumped up because Hulk Hogan was like, what, six foot five, six foot six or something like that. I don't know, something crazy. Was he, was he that tall? I think something like that. I think about six foot five or six foot four, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, listen, he's got, he's got, he's got the physique though, hasn't he, Hemsworth? He's got it. I think, you know what? I think it's a good match. Like you said before, uh, he's been working out like crazy. Uh, he's sort of tall, blonde, he can do an accent. So yeah, I think he'd be all right with that. Yeah, man. Can't wait for that one. All right. Okay. Uh, and finally on movie news, let's just kind of quickly speak about this. Netflix are spending $1 billion, $1 billion US dollars 
on content in the UK. What? So um, UK, that is some good news, man. We need to get up in this. We need, I need to get involved, bro. Hey. Listen, here's a question: Have you been watching the Crown? Everyone's talking about the Crown. You know what? I've never seen the Crown. You know, I'm not really massive into the sort of royal royal stuff. Me neither. Uh, I know it's massive. People are all over it. So the crown was part of uh, Netflix's kind of like push to deliver, you know, local content. So they pumped in the millions to make the crown and they're seeing success. And I think it's on season number four right now. Right. So what they want to do is they want to for 2021 and beyond $1 billion. So what they're doing is they, they kind of like they, they've set up shop at Pinewood studios. They're going to be kind of like hiring out like, um, like studio space at uh, some of these studios, big studios, Pinewood studios in the UK. And they're going to be making you content, mm-hmm. making you content. And a part of that deal, Devado, remember the Witcher, Witcher part season two, yeah. I think it was filming somewhere in the UK and then it kind of had to stop. Yeah. So yeah, man. So expect more UK, UK content, basically. It's also quite shrewd of Netflix as well, you know, because, uh, you know, uh, companies get tax breaks uh, yes. when, they, when they film in the UK. So, so a lot of companies, I, mean, I think a, a portion of your film, if it's filmed in the UK, you get tax breaks. So, yeah, that's quite shrewd of, uh, of Netflix. So, yeah, good one Absolutely. from the, the financial director. I good know, move. I know. Good one. All right, okay. Uh, now, we mentioned <laughs> box it watch list, so uh, let's check that out. So, Devado, oh, tell us about this. The Fall. This one, you yeah. mentioned this before, right? No, no, maybe not. I I've, I've mentioned it once before. Do you know what? I kind of, why did I watch The Fall? I can't remember why I watched it. It's on Netflix. It's actually on BBC as well. It's been on BBC for a few years. It first came out in 20, I want to say 2013. Uh, and it, I think it finished in 2016 or something like that. But yeah, this is a good show. Is it? It, it, it stars uh, my old girl. Uh, well, he old, but she's not too old, but yeah, my old girl from <laughs> X-Files, Gillian Anderson. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, she's good in it. She's like a detective, like a lead detective, works... Uh, She's like a UK one, actually. And she goes to Northern Ireland because they've got some mad crimes going on there. Uh, a killer is on the loose. And that killer is Jamie Dornan, the guy that oh, was in Fifty Shades. Yep, yep. Uh, I've only ever seen him in Fifty Shades. And I know people cuss it a lot, you know, but for me, he's wicked, actually. In this, in this, he is wicked. He's basically a serial killer. And uh, he is a sick individual. He's a sick individual. It's all based in Northern Ireland. He's actually Northern Irish in real life. Right. So his accent, his, his, you know, his default accent is on show. There's everyone's, everyone is Northern Irish. So everyone's got the accent and it's really cool. Gillian uh, Anderson's English and she's sort of, you know, the outsider coming in to try and help them solve the crimes. Do you know what? It's a decent, decent, decent show. Mm. There's, I think, three seasons. Yeah, I think there's three seasons. Uh, and... Each episode, each episode, so each season, I think is six episodes. So it's not a lot, but it's like an hour each though. But yeah, it's, do you know what? It's, it's really, really good. He's a flawed character. He's a and, very flawed character. Um, and Gillian Anderson, I mean, she's, she's, she's obviously in the crown. She's, you know, she's doing this yep. thing, the fall. Yep. I've seen her in a few movies. So since X-Files, she's kind of gone on to have this other kind of, you know, the second win. Oh, no, I don't want to say second win, but I mean, she's kind of, you know, uh, extended her career. And David Duchovny, I mean, I haven't seen much of him, right? Yeah, he's been doing bits here and there, then the Californication and stuff yeah, and yeah. other bits and bobs. But yeah, Gillian, Gillian Anderson has been way more consistent, mm. way more consistent. Uh, and it's funny, she was born in Chicago. Oh. Uh, and 
I don't know. I don't know what it is with her. I've always kind of found it interesting because she plays an English person really well. Her English, yeah. her English accent is really convincing. And I've always sort of looked and seen why is that? I don't know, but I don't know if she spent time in England or what. But she was definitely she was born in uh, Chicago, and yeah, she uh, did theatre. Uh, lots of theatre. But yeah, but she's got a British accent. No, but her what's her real accent though? That's what I don't know. I mean, I think it's American, but I mean, I don't, I don't, <laughs> this is I don't weird because I, I I thought she was British. I thought she was, but now I just had a look at her wiki. Yeah, she was born in America. Oh my gosh. Mm, maybe she was born there, but maybe she spent time in in England. But yeah, uh, from what I can see, lots of her schooling and stuff like that is in Chicago. Ah. So I don't know. Ah, interesting. Okay, we'll we'll have to dig a bit deeper and find out. Uh, all right, folks. So now let's speak about new on streaming and some trailers. Now, Devalda, I remember you mentioned this. You mentioned this months and months and months ago. So only now are they releasing the trailer. I'm talking about everyone's favorite mouse and cat, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> you mentioned, do you remember when you mentioned this? Yeah, I remember mentioning it and we, 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 laughed, we laughed about it and stuff, but... Hmm. What? Oh my Mate. God. Tell us about this. Tom and Jerry. It is a, it's a proper kids, kids movie. I'm not going to lie. I mean, when I saw it, I thought, what is this nonsense? Yeah. But it's uh, it's basically, it's live action mixed with cartoon. Tom and Jerry are the cartoon live action. Uh, we have Michael Pena. We have Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember who else is in the film, but Mate, the trailer is so just oh, it's nonsense. It's, let me just put it out there. It's nonsense. Yeah, it uh, directed like. by Tim Story, actually. Tim Story, didn't he bring us uh, Fantastic Four? <laughs> I was going to say Toy Story, but no. Uh, Tim Story, Toy Story. This story. <laughs> he directed Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Barbershop, Think Like a Man. He directed oh. quite a few. Uh, he was involved in Shaft. Uh, he's been around. He's been around. But... Uh, yeah, this this is this is a proper kids film. Like as an adult, just put it on to get to keep the kids quiet while you can yeah. go and do your thing. Yeah. But yeah, it just looks like it, it just looks nonsense. It's like, it's like, it's like Space Jam. The oh, way it works right. it okay. like Space Jam. Animation, like characters work like you know, just chilling with regular folk. But yeah, do you know what? I don't know. I, I don't like I don't like I, I like old school Tom and Jerry to be old school Tom and Jerry and leave yeah. it. But yeah. yeah, that's me. I'm old school. No, I know, I get you, I get you. So this one is obviously going to be released next year. Do we know if it's going to be a cinema job or is it going to be VOD? Well, it says initially it's a cinema job, but let's see what kind of, a, you know, state the world is next year. It's going to be out in March. So yeah, let's see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes straight to VOD because I can't, either way, many people aren't going to rush to go and see that either way. Exactly. All right. Okay. Now let's, let's speak about this next one. So Big Mouth is something that's on Netflix. Uh, oh, it's going to be coming to Netflix. So Tia, tell us about this. Sounds interesting. Have you seen any Big Mouth before? No, but I just typed in Big Mate. Mouth. Check this out. It's got 99% oh. on Rotten Tomato. Mate, yeah. Let me tell you this. Teacher, <laughs> when, when The Simpsons first came out, we all thought, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit, you know, risky, a bit naughty. Yeah, yeah. When Family Guy came out, yeah. South Park, all of that, forget it, yeah? Big mouth. What is it? Is this kind of like what raunchy or what? Raw. It is. It cusses everyone. Is no one it? is left out. And it's, it's it's like you can't watch it with kids around. Forget that. Oh my god! First episode I watched had like it's basically these kids and uh, they have imaginary friends and stuff like that. And 
one of them has the oh, what's the monster called? Oh yeah. shit, what's the monster called? I can't remember what it's called, but there's a there's a few imaginary friends that you know appear as certain things, and their imagination can go off and stuff and whatever. I remember the first episode I watched, we had like dicks flying around. <laughs> the girl, because one of the schoolgirls was, I don't know what age they were, but she was thinking of dicks. So you just saw dicks. And everyone she spoke to turned into a dick. Oh it my was gosh. Just mad. It sounds it was funny. Mad. It's so it's so risky, but it's such a good car. I can't wait till this back on 4th of December. I'm going to watch it. I'm going yeah, to plow through that. But yeah, if you haven't watched anything, you've got you've got a lot of fun your way. Is honestly. it? It's really I just, good. Yeah. On Wikipedia, when it says genre, it says coming of age, adult animation, sex comedy. I mean, come on, yeah, man, that's brilliant. Exactly it. Exactly it. Yeah. That it's got Jordan Peele in this as well. Well, the voice yeah, of Jordan yeah. Peele. Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Trust me. All right, that it's sounds good. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, I'll check that one out. Yeah, big mouth. All right, okay. Now, uh, next one, uh, we've got something from Amazon coming out on the same day, 4th of December. Wow, what a day. Yep. Uh, this is Sound of Metal. Now, what is this? Oh, hang on a second, Devada. Is this the um, the Riz Ahmed movie? That's the one. Oh, man. This looks powerful, deep. Very good. Very powerful, very deep. Yep, you're definitely right. Uh, this is the one that stars Riz Ahmed and uh, Olivia Cook is also in this one. Uh, and also uh, Lauren Ridloff. Lauren Ridloff is uh, an actual uh, uh, actress uh, who's deaf, and she was in The Walking Dead. She's also going right. to be in The Eternals uh, coming oh. up soon. And this film is about Riz Ahmed, who plays a drummer. Mm. And he's slowly, slowly starting to lose his hearing, which you can imagine for anyone is, you know, really terrible, uh, life-changing thing. But for a musician, hmm, that is like... <sighs> you know that's all that's 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 bigger than big yeah you know so yeah so it sort of goes through you know what, what he's experiencing how he's dealing with it and uh which is why maybe they have you know they've included some actually like real deaf actors uh in the film but yeah from what i understand and what on tomato and all this sort of you know reviews and so on this this, this was made a while ago this mm. this was actually finished in i think 2019 wow but um, it's been delayed and delayed uh but yeah this is Meant to come out in the cinemas in in uh, in January as well, but it's gonna it's gonna be released on Amazon, uh, like you said, on the fourth of December. So I'm 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 all on, I'm all over that. I've got um, Amazon, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm watch good. that one. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that one. And listen, when I saw the trailer, I remember watching this trailer a while ago, and it reminded me of another movie, a British movie actually, kind of similar in tone, about a DJ who starts to lose his hearing, and that one was called It's All Gone, Pete Tong. That movie is wicked. So if it's it's got any anything kind of like the the pathos behind that movie oh man i'm gonna I'll, I'll i'll definitely watch this movie so yeah so that's uh you know that sounds uh sound of metal sounds like really really good all right okay devout anniversary corner and a nice eclectic bunch of movies that we've got for you over here you know but we'll kind of like you know leave it up to you to kind of guess what the theme over here is so the first one is from 10 years ago 2010 and this movie i think you can catch this on netflix as well so if you're looking for a comedy directed by a guy called um adam mckay adam mckay um it stars deval's favorite actor <laughs> will ferrell and um you can't, deval, deval hates will ferrell but i'm telling you this movie's got will ferrell mark Wahlberg, ava mendez uh it's got michael keaton samuel l jackson steve coogan British actor and is got yes, yes. Uh, la, 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 la. 
it's got the rock in this movie as well. It's just like, oh my gosh, they've got a brilliant, brilliant kind of like cameo. Samuel L. Jackson and uh, and the Rock and everything. They've got this kind of like cameo, but it's about you know about a movie about these two guys, the two cops. One is so uptight, he's kind of like by the book, and the other guy is goofy, he's nerdy. Imagine who that is. That's Will Ferrell. And basically, all the way through the movie, they, you know, they they kind of like this slapstick comedy. They kind of like you know pissing about, making mistakes, and at the end of the day, they kind of there to kind of solve the crime. It's funny, Devouda. I know you don't like Will Ferrell, but this movie has actually got some really really funny bits in there. And when The Rock turns up in the movie, you're like, oh my gosh, this is this is a rock movie. But there's a whole big twist in there as well. So um, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. You know, the, the, these two playing cops, um, have they been in a movie together? Oh yeah, they did. Um, Will Ferrell and um, Mark Warburg, they starred in a movie called um, Daddy's Home. That's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that had two parts to it, didn't it? They did, it did, it did, yeah. I, I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one, but um, this, the other guys is better than Daddy's Home, put it that way. Uh, you'll have a better time. Rosie Perez is in this as well, by the way. Oh, Rosie Perez. Oh, cool. <laughs> right, so that was the other guys. So two cops, all right, two cops. Uh, next movie, 15 years ago, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. And let me tell you something, of all the movies that Robert Downey Jr. is the most proud of, he don't get don't get me wrong. He's been on record and he said he loves the Iron Man movies. He loves playing I, Tony Stark Iron Man, but it's actually this movie, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which he holds really really dear to his heart. And um, he plays a thief who gets mistaken for an actor, who then <laughs> teams up with a private investigator played by Val Kilmer to solve a murder in Hollywood, and. I tell you what, right, it is absolutely brilliant. The movie is brilliant. Robert Downey Jr., man, he was made for this role as well. And I think the reason why he liked it so much was because, you know, it's kind of this... You, you, for me, anyway, you see kind of like a bit of Tony Stark in there as well. So even before he was playing, he was actually playing Tony Stark. He was Tony Stark in this movie. It's oh, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's you know, a bit of him. That's just his character, isn't that's it? That's just his character, right? So uh, this movie is directed by Shane Black. He directed Iron Man 3. And, ah. and the story goes is that when um, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't getting much work, Shane Black, he wrote the movie, this movie for Robert Downey Jr. And then when it was, when it, when Shane Black wasn't getting um, work in Hollywood, Robert Downey Jr. kind of was like, hey, you know what, let's, let's bring in Shane Black because I think he's going to kind of like, you know, do a good job. But although yeah, that's up for a debate, whether or not Iron Man 3. Well, yeah, exactly. But it's this, a good movie. During, yeah, I was going to say, this, is, this was during the time when he was kind of coming out of his, you know, his alcoholism and stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, even from what I hear, Val Kilmer even... Uh, you know, as a sort of show of support, he didn't drink any alcohol during production mm. of this film mm, to sort of uh, to try and help or support uh, RDJ. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a really, really great movie. It's kind of like, you know, no budget, but it's, it's talky. There's enough kind of like, you know, action in there. Um, and it's kind of got this crime noirish kind of thing going on in there as well. So it's definitely worth a watch uh, called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So that one's from 15 years ago. All right, okay, next one, Devaldo. 20 years ago, Romeo Must Die. Oh my gosh, man. Remember this one, Romeo Must Die. Uh, Aaliyah. 
Exactly, Aaliyah, man. And she literally died like a year later. Can you believe it? In 2001. That's bad. Yeah, yeah Romeo Must Die, uh, Aaliyah, Jet Lee, and D. Is this one of DMX? DMX, DMX, DMX. And this is kind of like a yeah, one. Yeah. So, what? Yes, hang on. Yeah. Jet Lee was the one who. Um, no, he's the. So, they team up and then they kind of like basically kick ass, don't they? Yeah, they team up, kick ass. It's uh, an avenging cop seeks out his brother's killer and falls for the daughter of a businessman who's involved in a money deal with his father. So, yeah, it's all teaming up. Uh, good cop, bad cop. No, 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 sorry, not good cop, bad cop, but, you know, like a, an avenging cop. Yeah. Uh, working with someone who's, you know, been killing people uh, and working with someone who's trying to stop someone killing people. But, yeah, this is like Jet Li, sort of some of his early roles in the sort of, you know, the U.S., you know, when he, uh, I think he'd done, uh, uh, when was, when was, when was uh, his first one Lethal was Weapon. Lethal Weapon. He did that. Yeah. 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 But Jet Li's gangster, man. I mean, nah, come on. This guy, and Leo, this was, Aaliyah was rising up. She did, uh, the, the vampire sort of film as well. That was it. Village of the, no, something of the damned, something damned. Something like that. Yeah. And then uh, this one, and then she, she, her music yeah. was like, she was like Beyonce back in the day, like before Beyonce was Beyonce. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And remember, she was cast in um, in, Matri- in Matrix, uh, yes. the second yes, one, yes, was it? Right. Was it the second one? Yes, she was. The and one? then Jada Pinkett, the second one, and then Jada, Jada Pinkett had to take her place. Yeah, man. But yeah, Aaliyah was casting it. You're right. That's bad. Yeah, man. Sad. She, I think she died on an aer- It was in like an aeroplane crash or something, or something like that. Yeah, I think the plane where they were coming back from shooting that video where they were in the beach. You know, uh, uh, there's, there's a song where they were like, they're all on the beach. Really, really good song as well. Yeah. And uh, they were they were using one of those small planes and they overloaded it. From what I understand, it was too heavy and it, complications and it came down. But yeah. Yeah, man. Know, Sad. But yeah, go check it out again, kind of with the cop vibe going on over there as well. Uh, next movie, this movie now, again, kind of re-teamed. I, w- I want to say like, well, re-teamed because I know Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson, they acted together in White Men Can't Jump. And I can't remember if this was before White Men or if this was afterwards. But this movie, it's called Money Train. The two play, they, they play two coppers and they, it's a comedy, it's kind of a like comedy drama also starring uh, Jennifer Lopez in this as well. And they decide, two coppers, they decide to rob a train full of money. And, you know, it's funny. It's this an idea of two police officers who are supposed to be upholding the law, but they are breaking the law. But then they, the movie kind of shows us kind of like why the they're doing it and obviously it are they justified in doing that so if you haven't seen it it's definitely worth seeing the chemistry between those two uh, between those two actors and i think it was in a point at a point where wesley snipes was like he was he was a major hollywood star man this guy was big major he was churning out movies like three four movies a year it's crazy. New Jack City, Demolition Man yeah. was in 93. White Men Can't Jump, 1992. So it was uh, just a few years before that. Yeah. Uh, he was just, yeah, he was just doing it. He was just doing it, doing it, and doing it well. Uh, but yeah, these two are really good, like, couple, dynamic duo. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they just, yeah, I think they, they worked really well together. You know, it'd be, it'd be nice to see them do something like now, you know. That would be it'd good. Be nice to, I think, you know what? I've just spoke it into existence. And it's going to happen. No, guaranteed. Watch this year. You're going to see a cut. You're going to see a movie with them two again. Guaranteed. And just remember that guys, Flixsters, remember where you heard it first. Yeah. 
I want, I want to see it. Whatever it is, I want to see it. But yeah, listen, go go out and check it. If you love White Man Can't Jump, you're definitely going to love this because it's kind of got this added kind of, you know, the roguishness, you know, where you kind of like, you know, crook, kind of crooked cops, but you kind of think, oh, actually, they're kind of a half decent as well at the same time. So there's that kind of element to it as well, which... Um, kind of plays with uh, a movie that we're going to be speaking about afterwards as well. But uh, yes, well, I think it's definitely worth a watch if you like White Man Can't Jump, just to kind of see the chemistry yeah. between those two guys. Yeah, right, Okay, last movie, Devado on Anniversary Corner, 1990, Lionheart. Now, this is, Va- this is Jean-Claude Van Damme, isn't it? <laughs> this is your mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jean-Claude, the splits. Oh, the splits on the <laughs> tabletops, like the dancing. <laughs> Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> this, oh, that was it. You know, the reason why it kind of threw me off a little bit, because I remember this being called AWOL. Oh, yes, of course. Absent without leave. leave. That's what I know it as. That's how I, that's what I know it as, AWOL. That's how I first found out what AWOL, AWOL. meant. Do you know what me know too? AWOL meant? AWOL. AWOL, absent, absent without, without leave. leave. Oh he my. Got AWOL. He got AWOL. He got AWOL. He got AWOL. <laughs> oh my so an gosh. The French soldier begins participating in underground street fights in order to make money for his brother's family. So you can see where the uh, <laughs> the motivation for street fight came from, isn't exactly. it? So it's like I Guile, know, a poor Guile. They thought, oh, we see you, okay, you can fight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's so he goes absent without leave. There's also got that guy in it, Brian Thompson. He's the. <laughs> Who's that guy? Who's that? Let me if see if I can see. Research. Oh, research. his face. Oh my God. He's got his jawline. Oh my gosh. He's the guy, he's the guy that's always a bad guy in these movies. Yeah. And his face looks like it's been like pummeled. Like carved he was up with the Mortal Kombat as Shao Kahn. Oh Mortal Kombat gosh. Annihilation. He was in Terminator. He's in all those like 80s. Uh, like he, he's like the white version of the. <laughs> The Asian version of oh, there's a guy. I don't know where he's from. I think he might be from like Thailand or something. I don't know where he's from, yeah. but he's got a similar kind of ruggedness face. Oh my and he God. was always in these films like Die Hard or something. And you know, he'll, he'll, he's the guy that works yes. out the machine gun. <laughs> and he's got like had a ponytail. Like yes. oh my God. <laughs> he was bald with a ponytail. Yes. Like he would never let it that, go. The ponytail and that guy. He's like been the villain in like hundreds of movies Every and he always comes out. Oh Every my gosh. He's man. a villain, villain, villain. He's a nice guy in real life, you know. <laughs> when he cooks cupcakes and brownies on a Sunday. <laughs> when it comes to movies, he's just oh he's my a villain. Gosh, he is. I know who you're talking about. I know oh my it. gosh. Oh man. Yeah, Lionheart AWOL. Go check it out. It's, it's Van Damme. Was uh, it now? Hang on. Was this before Bloodsport or after Bloodsport? This oh, movie? I think it's. I think it might be after, you know. I after think it might be after. Yeah. But listen, so, yeah. this this movie was made on a budget of six million, and it took almost twenty five million. Come, Matt, Van Damme was go. on a roll, man. There you go. Van Damme was on a roll. Yeah. All right, okay, folks, go check those. <laughs> Go check those movies out and maybe you kind of like got the theme going on there, you know, with cops and robbers a little bit in there, you know, law enforcement, because the movie that we're going to speak about involves law enforcement, involves a couple of coppers. Yes. And you know what, right, Devout, I'm not joking. I had this movie on my watch list for, for a really long, well, for ever since it kind of came out, ever since I heard about it. I had this on my watch list because despite all the shit, right, that's gone on behind the, the scenes with Mel Gibson, right? So, you know, he's gone, th- you know, this guy has kind of had a up, up and down 
kind of career trajectory and behind the scenes, he's said some of the stupidest, some of the most racist, some of the most, you know, shittiest things, right? But yeah. I, I don't know what it is, right? But whenever I hear that Mel Gibson is in a movie, I don't know why. I just got to go watch his movies because I think he's like really watchable. I think he's really watchable. I think he's made some great movies. Braveheart, obviously. Um, Apocalypto, I thought was really, really good. You know, he's directed some movies. He 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 was nominated for an Oscar just like probably about four or five years ago with, um, with Spider-Man was in the movie. Do you remember that one? What? Uh, what's his name? He played a oh, war. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Is that Andrew, one? Yeah, uh, Andrew Garfield. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I think I know the movie you meant. Is that is that the Scorsese one or is that no, no, no? No, no. It was a. Up. It was it was a World War Two movie. Movie. Oh, is it not called The Silence? Is it or something or? Oh. No, but that I want to watch that one as oh, well. Oh yes, I know, I know. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. So yeah. that was was he in that? He that. was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Garfield was in that one, and then directed by Mel Gibson. So, he, so despite oh, he directed it. He directed that one. So, <sighs> despite all of the shit that was going on, Hollywood still kind of had time to be like, okay, look, you know what? We hate what this guy said and done, but you know what? He's nominated for an Oscar for best director. You know, he's he's in the mix. You know, he's up there with kind of like, you know, all the other people, you know, of that time. So you can't deny this guy's got some kind of talent. But anyway, listen, look, the movie that we're going to be speaking about is Dragged Across Concrete. Stars Mel Gibson, stars Vince Vaughn, um, directed by... Yes, S. Craig Zala. S. Craig Zala. Now, he's made a couple of movies that are on my watch list, but out of all of the movies on that watch list from him, this was the first one. So I kind of started with Dragged Across Concrete. So like I said before, two police officers, Mel Gibson, who's the older, gruff kind of, you know, he's maybe tired. You know, he's been doing the job for a really, yeah. really long time, partnered up with Vince Vaughn. And you could say that they don't always uh, play by the, the, the rule book, right? Is that, is that, is that fair no. to say, Devado? They don't play by the, 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 the sort of the book of law. They write, they write their own <laughs> book and go yeah. by that. <laughs> exactly. And in the first like 15, 20 minutes of the movie, you kind of, there's an incident that happens where they manhandle someone, put it that, let's put it that way, they manhandle someone and then they get suspended from, you know, from, from their job. So they got a hand in their badges yeah. and stuff like Our that Don right Johnson <laughs> Don, John, Miami Vice yep and um so then so from from that point onwards you kind of you know sucked into their world like you know what's going on you know behind the scenes and the life that they kind of like lead but on the flip side of that you've got this other character this third character uh who is played by who is um uh, he's, he's an actor called Tory Kittles. Have you ever seen this guy in anything else, Deval? I, I don't think I have. This is the, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name in the, in the actual, Henry. Henry. Uh, Henry. Joan, yeah, he, that's the character. Do you know what? His face looks familiar. I'm pretty sure I've seen him in something else, but I haven't, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm pretty sure now I've seen his face once. He, he was in Harriet. I know that. He was in Harriet. Uh, but I can't remember seeing him in anything else. No. But yeah. I think we are going to see him a lot more now. Exactly. I think he's a great actor. So the movie is about his story as well. And he comes back from a stint in prison and his mate, Michael J. White. Oh my gosh. Michael J. White is in this as well. Enough of this fool. Enough of this fool. He kind of picks him up from prison and he's like, listen, hey, I've got a job for you. And um, we, you know, you know, let's do this job because Henry, 
He he wants to take his family out of the, the shit situation that he's in. Mel Gibson wants to take his family out of the shit situation that he's in. And you've got all these kind of connected stories and it hinges on this bank robbery. So Henry, Michael J. White, they are teaming up with some other kind of like, you know, bad people to rob a bank. And Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn, they effectively are going to be robbing the robbers. And the movie plays out in this kind of, I want to say Tarantino-esque kind of a way where, you know, you've got these all these different angles, different kind of, you know, storylines, and they're all kind of connected. And as I was watching the movie, I was like, why am I liking this movie so much? Why am I gripped? Why am I mm. kind of like hooked into this storyline because it feels like as if not a lot is going on Devaldo it's not a lot but you know what because you, it's the characters and the motivations like they're all trying to help their family they're doing they're all doing the wrong thing let's, let's not mess around here they're all doing the wrong thing they're all bad yeah. but it's like it says in the, in the title dragged across concrete if you were dragged across concrete how would you feel <laughs> mashed up and they're all they all feel mashed up in whatever situations that they've been in but yeah, it's it's just it's. Do you know what? It's a patient film. It's two and a half hours long. Patient film, but it gets there. And like you said, the bank robbery. There's there's oh, there's some really shocking scenes. This is eighteen. Yeah. This is the this is the rated R. There's some really shocking scenes in this. People get shot in the face. <laughs> People are getting killed. People yeah. are getting blown, set on fire. All kinds all kinds of and things. You don't think it's, you don't think things are going to happen when they're going to happen. And also, you don't think certain people are going to get killed or whatever, but anyone, it's like, anyone can go at any moment. There's, 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 there's an actress in the, there's a character Dexter. in the bank from Dexter, and she was also Je in... Jennifer um, Carpenter, yeah. Yes, she was also in uh, uh, the, the Exorcism of Emily Rose. That's her. You think, oh yeah, she's, you know, she's a <laughs> kind of a, kind of like a, a recognised character. You know, we'll see her for a while. <laughs> Don't think so, mate. I know. <laughs> I, I know. felt so sorry for her as well. That was it's so bad. And you know what? The thing is, right? The, so the movie is kind of on this one little level. And then there's this whole little bit of the, the, the character that you're speaking about. So there's that whole little segment. And I'm like, holy shit, what's just happened? This just taking the movie in a different direction. This is just kind of like, you know, it, it infused some sort of kind of, oh my gosh, man, what's, where are we going with this movie? And you know what? I was, honestly, I was really, really kind of like, I was hooked, I was impressed, and I was like, shit, man, i got to watch this guy's, the director's other movies. And the thing is, I just had a quick look on this now. This movie was made on a budget of 15 million. So you got Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn wow. is, he's, he's a big, Vince Vaughn's a big, uh, big actor in Hollywood, right? Yeah, but do you know how it happened? Because uh, Mel Gibson, like you said, directed Vince Vaughn, actually, also in Hacksaw Ridge. Yes. I think, uh, Vince Vaughn had links with the director and he pitched the movie to Mel Gibson to say, oh yeah, mate, come on, be in this film, be in this wow. film. Wow. So that's how we kind of got Mel Gibson into it to, you know, raise the profile of the movie. Yeah. But yeah, Michael Chai White, he's been in movies forever. He's a, yeah. He's been in Spawn. That this guy is like he's he he's paid his dues. I really want to man. see him in a big big role, but he's got to be kind of like a Marvel movie or DC or somewhere, man. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening. I mean, he he. I mean, he. They could have made him Blade, but obviously they wanted Mahershala Ali. But yeah, yeah, yeah he is. He yeah, I like Michael Jai White. Yeah, he, man, he's, he's, a, he's a bona fide fighter as well. But yeah, I mean, this film this film for me was you know if you want to watch a film that you don't think is going to be good but is good, this is the one to watch. Yes. Abs absolutely, man. I wasn't expecting it. And I was just kind of like really intrigued with the way that this movie's kind of turned out. And 
Man, the, like you said before, like, you know, the people that you think, you you know, are going to kind of like, you know, survive, that might not happen. And the people you think are going to die, something else happens. So, yeah, definitely, I'll, I'll, I would say, you know, definitely go go and watch it. It was made on a budget of 15 million and it only took 660 grand at the box office. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but please do not let that put you off. I'm telling you. You're going to enjoy the movie. And those two and a half hours aren't going to feel like two and a half hours, man. It's it, This movie ticks on, ticks on, ticks on. Even in those slower moments, it's definitely worth watching. So yeah, man, it's got a, a thumbs up from me. I mean, I've give, I'm giving it a good seven and a half out of, uh, out of 10 on this one. Like really good, worth your time, mm, worth a watch. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So Devaldo, what have we got time for? Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, let's do this one. I'll, I'll try and do it real quick. Uh, yeah. We've we, we got a, a choice. I don't know which one to do. Should we do yours or mine? Hidden gem. Because we've spoken about, we've, we've tried to kind of mention this movie <laughs> loads of times. So let's just yeah. quickly do Border and then I can mention okay. that I Trap the Devil like next week. So listen, so um, we've seen this movie oh and we've gosh. wanted to speak about this movie for a really long time. It's called Border. I think you, in the UK, you can probably catch us on Film 4. I'm sure, pretty sure it's on Film 4, I right? It, I call it on Film 4. It's also on, I think it might be on Rakuten, which you can also, you can actually get to watch this if you actually uh, post us what your favourite hidden gem movie is. Uh, and uh, we'll send you back that Rakuten movie code so you can watch Border in your exactly. own home. Two years ago, Deval and I, we watched the trailer for this movie. Two years ago, we watched the trailer oh for this movie. Gosh. We spoke about it back then. We said, oh, this looks intriguing. So fast forward two years and loads of podcasts. Here we are about to speak about this movie. It's called Border. And it's a... a um, is, sorry, is it Danish or is it Swedish? Uh, Danish, I want right. to say. Yeah, Danish. Danish. About a, um, uh, oh shit, man, I've forgotten her name now. I've even forgotten her name. Tina. Tina. Right. That's it. So Tina, she plays a border official. So, um, so she's, she's one of those people where, you know, you're, you're coming through customs and if you've got thick goods to declare, she, you know, more than likely you'll probably find her sniffing through your, uh, through your stuff. And when I say sniffing, I literally do mean sniffing because she has got a special gift or a special power where she can sense when someone has done something bad, not just like, you know, if you're bringing in contraband or something like that, if you've done something bad, bad or done something illegal, she can actually sniff it off of you. Literally. Literally, literally crazy sniff also, it off she of got like a, she has some sort she i don't think she's human yes she's not human also i said, I said it was danish but it's swedish, swedish yeah she's yeah. not like human she's humanoid but her face looks a bit like a troll yes. a bit like a uh some sort of ogre you know <laughs> yes and and uh yeah it's like as amar said she's got the ability basically her ability is to sense or sniff out uh, things that are not good, evil. So if someone has done something bad or has bad intentions, she's able to sniff that on them and then notify the authorities that this person is hiding, like, you know, uh, you know, kiddie porn or this person's done something. So her working at the border, it's like she is the people, there's no escape. You can't bring no drugs through with her. You can't even bring through you know, USBs or, you know, you know, uh, hard drives that's got porn on it, you know, 
<laughs> well, I mean, regular porn, I'm sure, is fine. But if it's got any sort of, you know, bad, like, kiddie porn or anything like that, She'll she will sniff that out. Yeah, so can you imagine having such a power on the border? That's crazy. crazy, crazy, crazy. So one day, she's doing a job, and then another person who looks very, very similar to her, you know, you know, comes through, and she can smell him off a mile, and they have this kind of thing going on, and there's an attraction. Uh, his name's mm-hmm. Vore. So as the story unfolds, you learn more about Tina and about, you know, where she lives and what she does and everything. And almost like as if it, it's almost like a fairy tale existence. She lives out in the woods somewhere. And, yeah. you know, this kind of um, the, uh, when I watched it, it's magical kind of fairy tale fantasy world is, is kind of yes. the, the it was kind of evoked. So Vore, he comes along and he's like, hey, Tina, like, you know, um, you should be free, you know, wait. Do you know who, do you know what you are and who you are? So there's kind of thing about identity in there as well. Listen, it is a, it's a strange movie, but, but also at the same time, it's kind of like a magical movie. It's a love story, you know, a, a story based on myth as well. And, mm. you know. And it's um, funny you say that, you know, because it is literally pulled from myth because we know the Scandinavians, they pull upon you know, like trolls, trolls and Vikings yeah. and Norse mythology and all that stuff. And they've put that into this, you know, the director yes. uh, who goes by the name of Ali Abassi uh, pulled all those, you know, mythologies into this movie. And that's why they look how they look kind of like troll like, uh, but also there's a, there's a scene in the movie where the main character, Tina, uh, you know, when, when it's thundering outside, it's raining and there's thunder and she, runs inside under her bed because she's scared of the thunder and the reason why the director put it in there was because he said that in norse mythology uh trolls uh like uh odin or or thor i should say would try and go and you know kill trolls Uh, and by using his lightning you know his, uh, his hammer you know so the thunder in the movie is depicted in that way to say Thor is outside trying wow. to kill you. That's why they run inside the house, you know? That's brilliant. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's, it's all this mythology that's brought into it. And I mean, I, I just want to touch, I just want to touch on a couple like a, the sex scene. Let's just get it out there. Let's get it out of the way, Let's not There's a scene where these two eventually, <laughs> right, they, they, they kind of, you know, they, they get heated, things get heated and, you know, they're turned on, they're, you know, they're, they're kind of like getting excited and everything. And Tina, she turns around and says, look, hey, you know, I, I, I can't, you know, I don't have, uh, I, I, I don't have anything like, you know, I can't have sex with you. And Vore's like, yes, you can. So they kind of eventually they do in this, they have this, they, there's this scene in the movie, which I couldn't like, I, I, I I wanted to look away, but at the same time, I couldn't look away. I had to keep watching it as well because she, from her body, she produces a, what, what is it? What she's producing, a penis comes out. A penis. It's like they, they kind of, they, I don't know, like she looks female, he looks male, but then she can grow a penis and then, I don't know, put it in put it inside him i don't know if he's got a did he have did he have a did he have a fanny <laughs> listen i it might have been the bit where i, I was looking but you know in between my heart and fingers it was the weirdest to have in the moment and just use it and it's just a, one of the weirdest sex scenes even the way they're having sex it's not even like a regular way it's just 
the noises they're making. They're having it in the in the forest, wasn't it? Outside. Outside in the forest, it's raining, like grinding, thump, yeah. humping, dry heaving, like you name it. They're like groaning, moaning, roaring. It is w- absolutely weird. And like I said before, I was trying to look away, but then I couldn't because like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm going to see like what's going on. The movie is strange and, uh, you know, beautiful and magical. And there's kind of all these kind of elements to it. Definitely a hidden gem. Definitely a movie that you should kind of like watch if you, you know, you want to see something different on celluloid, like not your typical movie. Definitely not your typical movie. It is, it's weird in the best way. That's, that's all I can say. You know, yeah. that's the, that's the one line. That is it. How to describe it in one line is weird in the best way. Mad there film. Hidden go. gem for sure. Hidden gem for sure. All right. Okay. Listen. I think that's all we've got time for on this week's episode. We yep. really, really hope you enjoyed the show. Please c- continue to support us on uh, on what, Deval? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also on YouTube. We started to put out some YouTube uh, yes. uh, like videos of the actual show, so you can you can you can get this show in any which way you want: Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Play, and also YouTube. So go ahead and use it. Do it, and uh, yeah, that's enough from me, Devada. Um Great talking to you. So I'll catch up with you again next you week. Too. Defo, peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast.